Welcome to the Kingdoms Inside Podcast. This is Craig McCarroll, the owner, founder, creator of Guns and Fitness. Guns and Fitness is a fitness program based off of fitness, nutrition, and mindset. Getting the right mindset to balance your life and get everything you want out of this life and get what you deserve out of this life. Bottom line is, if you are killing it in the business world and you're uh, but you feel unbalanced and you're out of shape, that's wrong and why are you putting up with it? I've got the answers for that and many more. I'm joined by Andrea McCarroll, which is my wife and hey also badass entrepreneur. So um, I'm Andrea McCarroll, most of you guys know. Thank you guys for coming back and listening and staying a part of our little journey that we're doing right now um, to launch our brands and our businesses and kind of create our own kingdom by our own rules by doing so many things that scared the shit out of us and have kind of held us back. So we have spent, you know, the past two years, most of you that know us, we spent the past two years on our Um, self-improvement journey, trying to align our beliefs with our rules. And we talked a little bit about that in our last episode when we talked about breaking relationships with bad behaviors. Um, I got a lot of awesome feedback from that episode. So thank you so much for those that took the time to write in and, you know, relate because that is the number one reason why we did start this. So um, to know that that's being met is really rewarding and we love you guys for that. So um, I have a um, launching my kingdom's clothing brand coming up looks like now in the fall, which is good because that's my favorite time when it comes to dressing, I guess. Um, and then we're doing this podcast and writing our books and um, launching our kingdoms kit that has everything to do with who we are um, and being able to share that with you guys. So um, stay tuned. And that's what this we're working on or I'm working on alongside with Craig's fitness program. That is so good because of the cause um, because of the experiences that he has backing it, it cannot be replicated. So today's topic is all going to be about kids and workflow. Every week we have a new topic regarding um, blending our family. Craig has two kids. I brought one. We raise our kids full time. Our kids have had a lot of trauma. They've had a lot of shifts in their lives, a lot of you know, snap back to reality. What is my reality? And they have spent so much time we saw in their life saying, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with this person? I'm feeling like people need to ask them um, what happened to them. Um, So we're kind of helping them come out of that whole thing, which has also been a growing pain that we'll get into a little bit later. Yeah. So I think the number one thing, if you're tuning in for the first time with the Kingdoms Insider Podcast, what is the Kingdoms Insider Podcast? We're simply talking about everybody has a kingdom. We call ours a kingdom. We call our home the Valhalla home. And we are just simply kind of lifting the veil to unveil and show you what what the struggles we go through in our day-to-day life with the modern day Brady Bunch. I brought two, she brought one, and we are entrepreneurs. We don't like working for other people. We like to work for ourselves and we're creators and how do we handle all of it? And that's kind of the mix 
the mixture of the kingdom that we run. And we know that everybody in this world has a kingdom, whether that's a one-bedroom apartment with uh, you and your significant other or you and your 10 kids. Yeah. So we, you know, we've um, built companies. We're still blending our family. We, the challenges of being a step-parent, we're very real. We're very raw. Um, you know, you might not be a subscriber and you might be one that wants to follow along our journey and get involved and let us interview you as far as the challenges, um, that you can relate to and give us some of your tools and advice. And you can do that on kingdomsinsider.com and write in and we'd love to share your story or, and, or let us interview you. So I kind of wanted to kick off today with something a little bit fun because, Woo! <laughs> I know you love fun. Yeah. And, you know, you know, if you go back to, well, I think the second episode was That's Not Your Kid, things get a little tension when you're dealing with other people's kids and you got a lot of stuff going on with Mama Bear and Papa Bear and stuff like that. So I think that every time we have the, the week comes around where we talk about our kids and the challenges of workflow and... Well, the, sure and the whole reason this me. podcast came to be was because we had weekly meetings because the shit started to stack up so high that it's it was over, our overtaking yeah. our whole life. So we decided to designate one day and to really have it out for that meeting. You save all the kind of the bullshit that's built up over the week and have it out from there with courts, lawyers, stepkids, whatever. And um, that's kind of where that whole this whole thing got started. Yeah, so we're going to start off with a little game um, and end it with a little game. So Sweet. I'm going to ask you a couple questions on fly by the seat of your pants. Oh, I hate chess. I hope I don't get the answer wrong. <laughs> so you have 30 seconds to tell me um, you're in an, I'm going to paint the scenario for you. So you're in an elevator. You have... Four floors to go and 30 seconds to ride with this person. And they look over at you and they say, if you had one, if you had one suggestion for me on how to be happy, what would it be? Eat right. Work out. <laughs> eat, oh, eat right. <laughs> eat right. Sorry, I just ate right and now I'm trying not to burp. So eat right and be happy. Well, no, that's eat, not eat right thirty and seconds. Out. You have you have thirty fucking seconds to change this person's life, and you say, "Watch what you eat and work out." Yeah, and come see me at Guns and Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. if you no, could switch, would, if I you mean, could switch lives with um, someone for one day, who would it be? Switch. Whoa, that's pretty good. Oh, I'm still thinking about the other one. No, that was your that question. was your chance. It was a fly by the seat of your pants game. We're moving on to the second one. Okay, but you have to let me explain. Like nutrition and fitness can be the <laughs> foundation for a healthy, happier life. We know, dear. We know. Okay. And then um who would I switch lives with? For one day. I mean, you could think about how you could impact their life or you and take it from that standpoint, you know, like their shit looks greener on the other side, so I'm going to go over there and I'm going to enjoy their money, their cars, their boats, Tony their, Robbins. their wives. Or are you the person that's going to look at this as an opportunity for that fat, overweight, miserable, <sighs> suicidal Ooh. beast and get dragged? Actually, I used to always think that when I was growing up. I used to always think like, 
I was a real tiny, skinny little kid. And I always worked out since I was like nine years old. I remember doing workout routines and I'm like, if I just had more muscle, if I, if you put fat on me, I'd turn it into muscle. So it's a complete different thing. But I mean, for me, I would want to, I'm aspiring to be something so great and so, and so, uh, inspirational to others and really be able to reach others. Yeah. I really do care about that kind of stuff. And I care about more than I ever thought I would imagine. And so to switch lives with somebody like, uh, like Tony Robbins for instant, like he, he lives this life. That's like, it goes a hundred miles an hour. And I'm like, I think I'm going a hundred miles an hour. I would like to see what it's truly like to go that fast all the time. And you know, however many companies he has and how much he's, he's up on stage, just killing it. Yeah. Um, or, or maybe Grant Cardone, that would be kind of an interesting life too. Maybe I would fit that better. Yeah. But if you put me in somebody that uh, somebody that was struggling in life, I would love to be able to get inside that head and be like, and switch it all to where now I leave and and uh, that person has changed forever. Okay. You know, and it's like projected them. Okay, yeah. now I'll switch the. You can't do the questions? This is all on me? <laughs> I'm in the hot seat today? I'm the Mary, and you're <clears throat> the Rhoda, and you're just going to play my fun little games, okay? I don't even know that. Okay. <laughs> it's off of a movie. You've never seen Romeo and Michelle? No. I'm the Mary. Anyways. Okay. Um, so, jumping into, I mean, I think that those two questions I have found have been so intriguing to really find out how your soul and morals and values align with someone's life mission um, by asking those two questions and especially the second one because you'll be really surprised how quickly the people want to jump into I want this person's life because they have more than me and I just want to know what that feels like or you have those people that are super humble and the Buddha in their palm of their hand and they just say, I would love to go and spend a day in someone's mind that is suicidal and save their life. And you always get those two different people oh, from man. a different spectrum and it really kind of aligns like one, how your conversation is going to go. I was at an event last night and I started asking these women these questions and and I think a lot of it had to do with the benefit that, that we were at. We're at for an amazing cause for kids, um, orphan children, things like that. So I, everyone was kind of in that mindset. But if you go to a different type of mindset and put yourself in a different scenario, especially if you ask kids, you know, they're going to find that famous YouTuber, things like that. So that was kind of the fun little trick that I've been using to kind of really get to know somebody. Except like, what's your passion in life? What, are you, what type of person are so you? Do, you know? So what does that say about me? I think you said a lot more than you think you did. I know. I want to know. <laughs> I it. I tricked you. <laughs> I'm so tricky. Okay. So um, getting to really know yourself um, will really help you guys kind of get out of that funk that I know that I have been in this dark, you know, place where I was hustling. I was doing so many things. And I remember coming to the end of that road and being like, I cannot believe how many things I have going on right now. I cannot believe how many things I'm trying to tackle at once because I've really kind of let go of the whole, let's perfect this and then start telling people and kind of really flip it and see, letting curiosity again, kind of run with it and let me know how it feels and how I react to telling people what I'm doing and have them kind of encourage me and give me that 
encouragement that it takes. So don't worry about it being perfect. Just get it out there and um, have let people be a part of the growth and the journey. And that's been a lot more rewarding for me. But that this workflow with kids and summer's coming and they're not going to be in school and it creates so much anxiety in me because I, you know, I work from home. So all of the companies that we do, I work from home and with the kids here and you battle with that parent guilt trying to figure out like these are the moments of their life that you need to be spending and creating these memories with them and they I want them to always know that I am always here and my mom was here for the summer it has been so important to me I make sure that I am there for the kids every morning and every day when they get home from school and because I never had that and I think that makes a huge impact on kids' lives when you have that parent influence you can depend on them you know they're going to be there and they kind of don't run the roost um, and kind of do whatever they want and go wherever they want to go. So I mean, um, Levi and Lexi had quite the different lifestyle and upbringing as far as what a family dynamic unit looked like. And so, you know, they've been sharing that a lot with me and they were saying some stuff and I didn't even realize I'm like, you'd never, you never had that. And they were never knew where their mom was going to be. They never knew what were their plans were that night. And they had phones and social media since the time they were nine years old. And, you know, they, he, Levi was telling me just the other day, he's like, it's just kind of like nice, like not having a phone and not having to do all this stuff. And I just know that you and my dad are going to be there. And I call you guys before, you know, I, I would just go wherever I wanted and text my mom wherever I was going throughout the day. And I knew it wasn't really important because she was off doing her own thing. And he kind of just been raising himself. Yeah, they were raising themselves. And so that's kind of been really important for Craig and I to always be so present. Um, but it's a curse. I mean, it's a curse wanting to be here because finding that workflow with these kids has been extremely challenging because we want them to do everything that they want to do and we want to encourage them and take them and be the one that are there taking the pictures of them learning that new, um, what is you call it? Not a grind. The hustle. A, a let, a, a learn or a sesh or something. Anyways. So. Oh, you're talking about with their scooter right Yeah. <clears throat> scooter sesh yeah scooter sesh so I mean it's so cool to see that but trying to be successful and you know it can mean so many things as far as come being that mom that's always there for them and running a company that they can kind of see that you know our parents hustled and our parents were always there for us and so that's kind of been something too that's been leading my journey to make sure that I'm here but um, I feel like I'm talking a lot on this episode, so Craig, go ahead and rant away, man. Rant, rant, rant away. Rant. It's good. Um, roll. So Keep I'm going. just so I'm just trying to not let myself feel overwhelmed and let my kids ever become a task, and I don't want work to ever feel like a task. Um, so I really kind of let myself ebb and flow. Like those three days, I'm like, I'm gonna check out. I'm exhausted. Because well, you're running the, you're riding the roller coaster of entrepreneurship, business, and everything else. Yeah, but. and Lexi has <clears> recitals, <throat> and the kids, you know, I'm trying to get them signed up for all of their camps, and you know, scheduling things. Their end of the school year party, and making sure that I'm there for their costumes and their big projects, and I'm there you know, helping them with their displays and their PowerPoints and all that kind of stuff. And then trying to run work and stuff like that. It just, it all just comes to a head. So, um, I've been really trying to just not let them feel like tasks because some of the days you just have to jump up and I literally get out of bed with my eyes closed and I say, hell yes, yes. And I always tell Craig, say yes, tell our kids, say yes, because today, um, 
It's a lot slower than that from what I've seen. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> Maybe it's not a jump. Maybe it's like it's standing one run. foot at a time. I don't know. But I have to let that day just feel so fucking good because I get to do that. I get to do those things. It's not a task. So just being able to change that that shift of like, oh my God, what are my kids going to do this morning? What are they going to complain about? Well, I'm no, creating I like tasks. what you say, like get to, because it changes, it changes the way you look at it completely. Yeah. Like I, you're really good about that. And I'm, I work on doing that like, oh, I've got to do this. Or, and when you just simply change the word, the verbiage of it, then it, Yeah, and that's something that we tell our kids all the time. Why don't you try saying it like this and see how it feels? And and I'm like, see, you can't even say that without smiling. And before you had the most disgusting, scrunched look on your face, and now you are happy. So it just kind of goes hand in hand. But um, you know, being a parent and trying to be successful, it is such a curse, especially with goals and our moonshot life and working towards that, setting that so high. but we, I know that I just, that's just kind of where I've been at and just trying to take time to let it be okay that I'm going to be in work mode right now. I'm going to be in mom mode right now and literally having to schedule the days where I just get to be that full-time mom and I get to be that entrepreneur that's working for home and hear if the kids need me and let that be okay. Well, yeah, because anybody that's in the work, in the workforce of like the daily grind uh, and the, uh, how appealing it looks to go home, work from home, it sounds like really appealing, but there's, you, you're in charge of your schedule. You have to dictate, okay, I'm going to work from this hour to this hour. I'll take a break at this hour. And nobody's there to, t- to hold you accountable to it. Yeah. And then you have, when you have kids, now you've got, you got kids leaving for school. That's a complete shit show. Every some day. Mornings. It's so and, weird. Um, and then now you've got to fit that, that work schedule into from basically nine to three, nine three thirty or so, and then you, and then it's back to being a parent. And then how do you say? I have a really hard time where I'm like, okay, we're gonna. I have to work right now. I'm sorry, guys. I really want to see that because they want to come home and show you stuff. And it, when you miss that opportunity, in the back of my head, I'm like, I can't miss these opportunities. I've got to take it right now. And I'll take those few minutes right when they get home, and then I say, okay, I gotta get work done. And they seem to be kind of gathering the idea of how that works. No, I've totally seen such a shift because half the time, I mean, you know, Lexi wants to share everything the moment she comes home from school with every little detail. And I've always really tried to embrace that. And she used to just sit at the, you know, doorway of your office and just like talk to you, even though when you weren't listening and knowing that you were working. But now she like waits to the time where she can actually get your attention and she can't. She'll come into my office and be like, can I just really share something with you right now? And, you know, they kind of like ask for it or before they would just come in, you know, blazing information and blazing stories. And you're just like, and you want to be present for it. But, but yeah, at the so same we, time, you're like, well, this is really important to me. And it actually puts food on the table. So it's going to take priority right now. Yeah. But I mean, I have seen like a, a total different shift in them adapting to that kind of lifestyle. You know, they've even come into my office and be like, uh, dad's really busy right now, mom. So, you know, when are you going to have time to help me with this? Or can you look at this when you're done or whatever? Um, or before, I mean, they would never do that. They never cared. You know, they would never ask, are you busy right now? Things like that. So we've kind of had to train our kids like we're we don't. 
look and like we're working, but we're actually working. Like even Gavin on some of his reports says, what does your mom do for a job on his school stuff? And I've looked, he brought it home from school and it literally says, my mom works on the computer. <laughs> Because that's all he sees. That's what your kids see yeah. that you do. They just, I don't you're know what the hell you're doing. during while, while they're gone. And then you get home and you're like, I'd be here for them. But yeah. it's not always perfect. And it's still always in the works. Because every once in a while, if they really want something, I call kids the best salesmen in the world. Seriously. They will never take, a, take no for an answer. Or they will say why until you just finally say, what in the hell do you want me to do? Let's just get this done and, and you can do whatever. But I I had to look at it like, man, this is this is pretty inspiring. You're the best salesman I have ever, ever seen in my life. You wanted to get your allowance paid and you wanted it paid now so you could go to the the down to the Merc, the Mercantile, and then go down to a scooter session. Boy, you sold me on that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> but that's, yeah, the it does, it, we have found a pretty good flow for with the uh, kids, and it's been a work work in progress. But it was starting to get to where they understand. Well, I think there was like on. such a period of time there too, where we were, you know, we would be so so sweet, and then we would snap and lash out because we didn't teach them how to ask for it, schedule it. This is important to you. Well, I'm doing something that's important to me. Let's find a good time that works best for us so we could be there together and be both be completely present. And so I think that took a really long time. But I mean, if I look back on shit, just like six months ago, I'm thinking about how stressed we were and we were doing all this stuff and um, you were training people and creating all these programs and building your app and doing all these things and coming up with like 60 emails in one day and just all of these things. And by the time the kids want something or they do one thing that's stupid, you just snap on them. Yep. But if you can kind of learn how to communicate with them and teach them how to communicate and ask each other for stuff, then I've seen how that makes such a difference in just the way that our family unit works yeah, so and talks to each other. Yeah, so it comes down to the better communication with each other. Of course, everything is about other. communication. So I think that when you become a parent, your life becomes um, a mission in that field forever. And I've kind of always felt that way. And that's why I've always wanted to make sure that I was always here for the kids, no matter what job I was doing or what it was going on. Um, and so I think that we've been given a chance to raise, you know, when you're given that chance to raise a kid and especially where I had two more put on my plate and you were not expecting you to even have your kids full time. And then all of a sudden you're full time dad to three Mm -hmm. and, you know, trying to go into those shifts of staying home and no longer deploying. I mean, it's, it's no small feat and that's not just the financial part of it. I think a lot of it has to do with the emotional and the guilt that rides right, right alongside of it. But um, I think that when faith comes in, um, when you're doing the right thing, I think it feels so much better. And sometimes you just kind of have to let that faith just ride it out because you're like, this This feels so hard right now, but I'm going to fucking do it anyways because I know this is the right thing. And when you make the shift on learning how to communicate and teaching them how you want to be talked to to make sure that you both have that successful relationship makes such a difference because we've none of us have ever had a, I don't know, maybe you did. You're probably the only one in this unit of five that has had that 
um, experience or that um, opportunity to experience a really healthy family unit. Your parents were still married. I mean, I had step parents, stepdad. My dad was gone. My mom was moving. My, you know, everything was happening. I had three brothers. I have three sisters. We were kind of all raised each other. It was just kind of this chaotic stuff. Gavin never really had a father figure full time ever. Him and his mom me and his dad were never married and lived together. So he didn't ever really get to experience that. His first example. I thought you were a virgin. Oh yeah. Oops. I'll edit that part out. Damn. So, um, (laughs) so he never really got to experience that either. So where I'm kind of going with this is that once we kind of both figured that out, that, you know, these kids have never experienced it. Lexi and Levi have had quite the, obstacles and the different shifts in their lives with you know you deploying all the time they and have a their, well-rounded experience life. and their mom not really <laughs> ever taking the opportunity to just be the mom that they deserve and so I think that that's kind of something that I'm so proud of that we've been able to do um even though you know we kind of just created our own kingdom and once we kind of got that mindset and the kids got that mindset like we're doing this thing and we're our own you know, team and we have to encourage each other and we go out, it's a battlefield and people are going to say mean things and they're going to pick on your sister. They're going to spread rumors and vice versa. And you guys have to be there for each other because we all have to protect our kingdom and that will make us stronger and stronger and, and more inevitable to create things. So I think that we both have been able to you definitely, I've seen such an amazing shift that you've had to look at the opportunity of like, this is really hard, but this is the right thing. And I'm willing to sacrifice to be the dad and make sure that they have the family unit that they deserve. And it's been a lot of growing pains, but I definitely see them finally wrapping their head around it and enjoying it and thriving in that too. And really kind of leading by example, Levi just started, um, his lawn mowing business for the summer. You know, we pay our kids. We used to pay them on a behavior away for their allowance. Um, yeah, twenty. The you you get three dollars a day, which ends up being twenty one twenty one dollars uh, per week over the allowance, and um, then you just break that down into three three dollars per day, and you get that for doing what you're told the first time, doing it with a good attitude, and um, just. Uh, getting your chores done or yeah, staying on task your stuff clean and then we changed we switched it up to being that uh now how can we give our kids more incentive to do well at the things that we that are more important in life like chores <laughs> around the house guess what this That's is this is your ex we expect you to do these chores because this is the house that we provide for you and you're you're expected to take care of the things that uh keep you safe and warm at night and now what is more important, we we decided that grades are a uh, priority. So grades, uh, they get they get paid. And some might disagree with me on this, but it's really gave them an, the incentive to get better grades. And we do $5 for an A and $2 for a B and nothing for a C. Um, if And if you get a D, then you owe me $2. If you get an F, you owe me $5. So it, it ends up being pretty damn expensive for us because they started doing so well in school yeah, they really picked and, up their crap and we're coming <clears> home and bringing all these but like we never saw so many assignments before we we're like yeah all of a sudden all these assignments, all these assignments, coming assignments from? are coming out of the woodwork you're like 
because uh, they have to turn them in if they expect to get paid. So, yeah. I mean, their A's and B's turned into gold for them. But summer is around the corner, and so we started telling them and preparing them, you know, winter is coming. You know, this is your winter in your business, and you guys have to understand that, like, your, your business that you're in that we expect you to thrive in and make your number one priority, you have your winter season. And you guys aren't making money for your grades in the summer. And so you have to figure something else out. So we gave him a couple options. Levi jumped on the opportunity, started his lawn mowing business. Um, he started a website for his Fortnite um, apparel. So he has hats and shirts. And yeah, you I'm go sure to you guys have kids that are into Fortnite. Fortnite, holy shit. Game is damn V-Bucks. nuts, man. Uh, yeah, and I was talking to a it's bunch a of It's a free ladies. game. I was showing it's cost a bunch $300 of, so far. <laughs> I was showing a bunch of people his website, and they're like, oh my gosh, my kids all play that. It's the V-Bucks thing. And I was like, I hate be V-Bucks. Mm-hmm. And so I was showing him all his apparel. And, you know, I showed him how to buy a domain and create a website. And, you know, you come up with your content. You come up with a slogan. And his apparel is better than V-Bucks. And it says it all on his shirts and his hats. And you can go to levimccarroll.com. And see all of his stuff that he's doing there. And then Lexi jumped on, you know, her dog walking business and helping all the elderly in the neighborhood walk their dogs. And she did this cute little post. And just to see the pride that they had in them. And, you know, we're both, we're all going to have working hours this summer. So, I mean, it's just, it used to be so chaotic. But I think that we're finally really getting a grip on it. Implementing the things in them that that have worked so well for us. And because I mean, nothing changes if nothing changes. And I know I say that saying all the time and I, they hate it when I say that, but, um, you know, you can't just try at everything. You just have to do it and know that everything is constantly changing and shifting and you have to stay in front of it. If, you know, money is so important to you and buying this stuff is so important to you. Um, so yeah, I think that was all that I had to say on that point. I think the bit, the bottom line, and I make this as simple as possible with our kids, is I want to teach them how to fish so they can ca- so they can feed themselves for the rest of their life. Their whole. Village. I want to make sure that they can that they're. Uh, we pick entrepreneurship as as our vehicle because I think America was founded on entrepreneurship, and that that's something that's just bred into us. But um, we teaching them how to feel rewarded and reward themselves. And they just care about things in a different way when they earn the money and they um, are starting to kind of widen their, their eyes a little bit more. Well, there used to be so much tension in every area of our life. So when it had to do with school, there was tension when it came to, you know, all of their court and custody stuff, there was so much tension when it came to us working, there was so much tension, 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 tension. And I think that us implementing tools and and you know things to do in all of those aspects of their life they're kind of controlling their own roost now which Mm -hmm. is really really nice and so well when they earn their own money like we supply their underwear and socks biannually (laughs) and then we take them school shopping and and school coast shopping and summer summer shopping shopping. but everything in between if you want anything in between there then you gotta you earn your own money and if you didn't budget properly or, you know, make enough money, then sorry, you're not getting that new pair of shorts. But it's cool to see them, f- like, investigate, like, how, okay, I have, I'll have $20 on Friday and I really want three pairs of pants or whatever, you know, can you take me to go get some shorts or whatever? And they'll save up and budget. So, I mean, it has been 
yeah, a and long they, time and then they coming, go but to the I, cheaper place. Too. Yeah, they're like these shorts are only seven dollars, and if you take me to Target, they're twenty one. And I don't yeah. want to spend that much on shorts. Yeah, and you're like, now cool. you know where we're coming from. We're like, why would we spend that much on a freaking pair of shoes that you're only going to wear for a couple weeks? But anyways, it's been a long time coming, but I really feel like the tension is now leaving, and everything's open for communication, and we have systems in place to make sure that they're successful. One in the businesses that they want to do the aspect of money, entrepreneurship, how rewarding it is, and knowing the ebbs and flows of the ups and downs and the ins and outs of it. And, you know, how me and Craig are like going, 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 going. And then all of a sudden we're out and laying on the couch and I we see the kids watch us, you know, go. And luckily we're never at our low points at the same time. Usually yeah. you're thriving and kicking ass and I'm like, I'm just going to make some dinner and just kind of chill out or I'm going to do the things that make me feel good to get me out of that funk. I'm going to go to a cycle class. I'm going to go get a pedicure. I'm going to do whatever I have to to make myself feel better and that usually helps me get that creative flow going again. But um, Well, and accepting that that's just part of the, the roller coaster. Like, yeah, so why don't you enjoy, ask our... Enjoying the ride. And So uh, I read an interesting article the other day and um, maybe some of you guys can relate to this, but if you experience mood swings, sadness, elevated mood, anger, anxiety, apathy, apprehension, euphoria, general discomfort, guilt, <laughs> hopelessness, loss of interest, or loss of interest, or pleasure in activities. You can go ahead and raise your hand. I know we can't see you, but you, you know if you are saying yes to some of these. Um, irritability, risk-taking behaviors, uh, dis- oh, it's definitely me mistaken behavior, skill free fall, uh, disorganized, <laughs> disorganized behavior, aggression, agitation, crying, excess desire for crying. Well, excess desire for sex. I don't know about that. Hyperactivity, impulsivity, restlessness or, or, uh, self harm, um, unwanted thoughts, delusion, and the list goes on and on. But if we've, if you've already said yes to more than uh, five of these, then you're not just, you're not alone. And there's a lot of us like this because I've gone through this. I call it the entrepreneurship roller coaster and you'll be on, but what I was just reading was actually uh, bipolar disorder. And that's, it's kind of similar to the same ride and roller coaster of, what you would um, entrepreneurship. entrepreneurship goes this through. And, but the thing is, if you went to a doctor and you said, look, I I'm feeling this way. I feel like shit for the last two days and I just want to sleep. I want to cover up and not get out of bed. Um, but, you know, for the last week, I've been killing it. I've been riding the high and going a million miles an hour. They would want to be like, here, here's a, here's a medication. Let's go ahead and put a Band-Aid on this and you're going to be okay because you have bipolar disorder, you have ADD, you have depression, all these other things. And it's actually just you're got your hustle on so badass that you are riding the roller coaster of entrepreneurship. So, and once I read that, I was like, oh my God, it's not just me and I'm, I'm okay that I'm going through these highs and these lows. Like I, that's just part of it, and I gotta accept it and be like, okay, I know that I'm I just need a little bit of rest, and you know I'm always up at you know four in the morning, and I try to go 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 and try to give everything I can into what I want out of life, and trying to rip life open and try to stay on that high. But 
um, you know, sometimes there's just that crash and you need to, it was the other day I was like, I, I turned my alarm off and I'm like, screw this. I'm sleeping. And it was right <laughs> after I read this article. I'm like, okay, it's okay for me to have a, I, I get anxiety when I well, sleep. Well, it's like in, how many but, entrepreneurs out there, how many times have we asked like, what the hell is wrong with me? You know, yeah. You why, ask, yeah. why was I kicking ass? Why did I start five websites and grow my social media and come up with content and come up with like all these so amazing you, things in my creative flow? And now I want to just sleep and eat and cry. So what do you do? <laughs> what do you do on the? Because I know what I do in those those low times, and I know and I start to recognize the high times, the low times. I think the before times and all those. I think before when we aligned the emotions that come with the diagnosis of entrepreneurship, and we read the symptoms of being diagnosed with bipolar disorder. I think before I was I had that knowledge or awareness. I was I was so much more sadder. Is that a word? I was so much more sad. <laughs> I was sadder when I didn't words know. Are <laughs> words are hard. Today is a hard day. I'm just happy to be here. So I, um, once I kind of knew that, I felt myself lower than I do now. So I just got out of my little Yeah, you started slump. to climb up now. You, and I'm and like, you could tell in the that's life. okay. I need to sleep. And it's okay. Guess what, honey? I'm going to take a nap. And I'll make sure that I'm up in an hour. And I took a nap the other day. And just kind of letting it be okay. It seems like it 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 doesn't hurt as bad. Is that if that makes any sense? Like, so this is what like I think yeah, understanding that you're just recharging your batteries and that's all you're doing. Yeah. But then also what I do is I and I actually learned it from you because you're the one that point when I'm going through that low time, you point out all the good things that I've actually accomplished. Because when you're you're down and you're asking yourself, what in the hell is wrong with me? You're at, and you forget about all the stuff that you've done and you've accomplished. Mm-hmm. So now when I start to feel that low part, I go back to the beginning and see how far I've come within a short period of time. So like with the restoration company, I can go back to a, a, over a year now and look at where I've come. And now and now I do it with guns and fitness and look at the journey that this has been. I mean, this has been so, a yeah, 20 so when year you're in your slump, in the, the biggest thing to help you get out is either just write down or just talk to somebody about everything that That's, you've done. I, I always write. So then, it, then I think, especially for you, that works because you are so hard on yourself and you almost like need to like write it all down. Like this is all the shit I sleep I've accomplished. In, I, in I'm it. like, shit, I just missed out on two hours of, accomplishment and charlie's fucking training (laughs) charlie is vietnam the bad guy (laughs) yeah but i think that you once you do that and you see it you're like okay i i I can sleep in tomorrow it's okay i don't have to wake up at 4 a.m every day you know and so i think that having that knowledge and that um of the behaviors and letting it be okay and then just taking that time to just chill the fuck out and look at the things that you've accomplished and write them down or call your mom or call a friend and say, hey, I just wanted to regurgitate everything that I've been doing for the past 60 days because I'm feeling so down and just talking about what you've done. that goes into your whole peer group because if you're around the right peer group, then then you're going to be able to call that person that is a trusted person that's on the same wavelength as you. Yeah. Because if I tell that, if I call somebody that's not really in that same world that I want people that inspire me and not 
not say, oh, well, you need to give that up. Like, screw you. I'm not giving shit up. I'm just having a low time right now, and I need to, I need to hear some encouraging words. And that's why, that's why, you know, maybe I so awesome lean on that. lean yeah. on you too much on that because I'm like, okay, feed my ego right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because I think that's what we all need, you know. And, and it feels so different when you're at that low point than when you're at that high point talking about the things that you've done and having the people in your good peer group say, oh my gosh, I can't believe you've done that. Keep going. Keep doing it. This is so incredible. You know, and it's just like um, Grant Cardone says, set your goals so freaking high, even yeah. if people are like, you're never going to have a mansion on the moon, but just work towards that and you'll surpass any goal that you ever had before or anybody else's goal because your moonshot life is so much bigger. You can't not achieve more than what you thought you could before. So um, just kind of look up those medical diagnoses for um, bipolar disorder and then look up all the diagnosis for um, entrepreneurship. And that's me and Craig's treatments for your entrepreneur disorder. And um, I kind of want to end... Your entrepreneurship blessing. Your blessing. Blessing. So I want to end this um, little fun episode on teaching your kids to be entrepreneurs too. So you have that kid and workflow balance and creating that unit and building your kingdom by your own rules and letting things be okay and feel okay. Um, With a little game I like to call Just the Tip. Oh. I like this game. Craig, what is... The tip that you have for all of our amazing listeners that have joined us in Zion Our Kingdom today that you want them to take home with them, take in the car with them, they're at the gym, wherever they're listening. What is the number one tip that you have for them regarding Eat everything? right and work out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, by the way, too. she does not give me any heads up on these questions at all. You want to be fun. It's like. Uh, I wish I could have been a little prepared, but what would be the number one tip? If I was a listener and the number one tip that I think I would be able to take from is um, just relax, accept the things that are happening in your life and try to be as present as possible in the moment with those people, but set your expectations and never change your target. Yeah, that's really good. I Uh, like that tip. You like, like that tip? Yeah. Um, so another one is maybe, um, my tip for this episode is, um, if we start expecting to get grief for the things that we've done, the way that we parent, um, all that kind of stuff. Once I kind of expected to get the grief and I started to expect the bullets to start flying at me. From who? From all the, like, friends and stuff like that. Just go I'm after... I'm my friend if you're going to throw a bullet at me. Yeah, just go after <laughs> what you want to go after. And don't be so scared of screwing up and all that kind of stuff. And talk more about the hardships and um, the things that you want to accomplish. And the times that you've been low and the things that you've gone out. And share that with people because we've all felt this way. So just get out there. Don't be so worried about, you know screwing up and don't be so afraid of those bullets coming at you because that just means that you're you're doing other things that people don't like which that's okay because you're still doing your shit by your own rules and you're being your unapologetic self and that's who you should try to be today yeah so. never give up on what you're truly wanting in life like, yeah ne- like grant cardone says don't ever change your target yeah 
So thank you guys so much for listening. We hope that you were able to take away something um, from this episode to kind of help you get through your week and um, be be your true self. Follow us on social media, Kingdoms Queen on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, kind of. I'm so over that platform for some reason. It's such a target, a trigger for me. But I'm on Facebook, Craig McCarroll. Andrea McCarroll <laughs> on Facebook and Craig Coach One on Instagram. Oh, it's Coach One. Is it? What are you? No, it's Who are you? Coach Craig. Coach Craig. Coach Craig on Instagram. Coach he, is so overused. Yeah, but you're different when it comes to coaching. So, anyways, listen to us, follow us, get involved. Kingdomsinsider.com. We love you. Get at it, guys, and stay your authentic self and enjoy your week. Craig, do you have anything else to say? Uh, we love your feedback, and we love hearing what you guys have to say. Any tips to for the parenting or entrepreneurship that stuff has worked for you, please share it with us, and we will share it from our platform. Have a great day, and get at it. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Yes. Bye-bye.